everybody. It's Sue Bitstrip with the Great Big Yes podcast. Thank you for being here. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to a greater calling in your life, to live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world. I know many of you are like me. You're kind of like, I can't believe 2020 is halfway over and it has been a total disaster. (laughs) Um, It has been the weirdest year and we don't know what to expect as things move forward. And it's just been really disruptive to our lives. But it's also given us a chance to really look at our lives and decide what was working, what wasn't working. When it's time to go back to our, quote, normal lives, if that ever happens, what do we want to go back to? Or where could we make a significant change that would bring us more peace or more joy in our lives? Many of us are recognizing, wow, you know, I really had this opportunity to connect with my family again, to be home in my home, connect with my home and my surroundings again. People are gardening, people are taking care of their lawns, people are reading books, people are exploring online courses. There's opportunity here. And I also know that there's some frustration here as well. And so I just wanted to let you know, um, a lot of you know I work with entrepreneurs. I work with Christian women entrepreneurs who are launching or growing their business. But I also work with women who are just ready to take ownership of their life. I'm a life coach for women. And so if that's you, if you're sitting here thinking, gosh, I really wish I had someone to talk to. feel a little like crazy. Like this is like kind of nutty. Like my mind is spinning and we know that we can be spinning out of control sometimes in our mind and all we really need is someone to listen to us. You know, I always say that life coaching is life changing because you get to have somebody just listen to you. A coach's job isn't to tell you what to do or to talk most of the call. A teacher is different than a coach. Right now I have my teaching hat on as I'm recording a podcast But if you were going to do a coaching call with me, basically I would be there just to listen to you. And I would ask questions that help you uncover any strongholds that you're experiencing or any limiting thoughts that you're experiencing. And we just kind of flush that out together. So if you think this is something that would help you, I would love to work with you. The first thing that happens is we have a 20-minute free phone call just to see if it's a good fit. You don't have to continue from there. But if you decide then that you want to continue with coaching, then we can set up a coaching call. You can do one or two or three, several. You can buy packages. It's all at greatbigyes.com. So feel free to look over there and there's a link there to set up your 20-minute call. Or you can just email me at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com. So for those of you who are getting ready to launch or grow a business, this can also be a super weird time. And maybe it's brought some fear into you about what the future holds. And I get that. So some of these things that normally we would think, oh, that's not a thing. I'm not worried about that. We might be worried about now. Like we might be worried about getting sick or we might be worrying about not being able to travel and those kinds of things. So there are some limits on kind of what we can do in certain businesses. So I'm not sure what your business is or how long you've had it or even if you've launched yet, but I wanted to address some limiting thoughts that come up for us as we're getting ready to launch or grow our business. 
Now, I'm super excited because this month on the 27th, I'm going to be um, posting a podcast for my 100th episode. I can't even believe it. It's so exciting to me. I'm going to be celebrating that. And on that episode, I've asked people to um, kind of define for me what it means to say yes in their mind. And I love that because there's so many different thoughts. And for me, what I want to say today is yes is the beginning. Yes is the launching point. Yes is the moment where you kind of double down on yourself. You say, you know what? I'm going to do this thing. So yes isn't like, oh, I said yes to my business and now it started raining unicorns and rainbows and God answered all my prayers and my dreams have all come true, right? Yes is the beginning for you to really commit to taking action. And it doesn't have to be hustle action where you're driving yourself crazy and working yourself to the bone, right? But it has to be inspired action. How are you going to get to where you want to go? How are you going to reach your clients? How are you going to tell people about what you do? How are you going to serve them well? So I want to walk you through some of the limiting thoughts that people have that keep them stuck. So maybe you've already said yes. And then what happened is some of these limiting thoughts came into your mind. Or maybe these limiting thoughts are keeping you from your yes. But we want to get rid of them. Now, a little caveat here. The reason I have a coaching membership is because um, coaching isn't a one-time thing. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're launching or growing your business and you've said yes and you start to get clients and you start to move along in your business and things are going great, that doesn't mean you won't need mindset coaching. In fact, it could even get heavier, these thoughts. You could start believing, start thinking like, well, who am I to be having this level of success? You may start believing that you're an imposter, having that imposter syndrome. You may just need to talk through these limiting thoughts with someone so you can know, one, you're not alone. Every entrepreneur has some of these thoughts, but also you can get through them. They're just a barrier to the next level. And wouldn't the enemy love it if we did not do that thing we're called to do? Wouldn't he love it if our God-given purpose was never pursued? Wouldn't he love it if we lost our voice or our impact or influence on the world, but we're not going to let that happen. And so what we need to do is take every thought captive and be really, really cognizant of what we're thinking because what we're thinking is going to cause what we're feeling and then what we're feeling is where we're going to act. So if I'm feeling depressed and discouraged, I'm not going to be taking inspired action. I'm going to be going to bed and hiding under the covers. But if I'm super excited and anticipating good things, then I can't wait to get to work, right? So what are some limiting thoughts that some people might come up against if they're entrepreneurial and they're getting ready to launch or grow their business? Or maybe they're getting ready to pursue that passion project that they've always had. They're going to go back into their art or they're going to start writing that book that they've always talked about right? Or maybe they're going to totally shift gears and they're going to start doing hair. Or maybe they've always done hair and now they want to do online classes for how to do hair, right? They're shifting something. They're pivoting. So whatever stage of business you're in, these will apply. And like I said, they come back and they get stronger or maybe have a different voice, right? So you might get through like, well, who do you think you are to have a business like this? 
right? But then you might say, oh my gosh, now people think I'm really full of myself, right? And these are limiting thoughts because what they do is they limit us from being our full expansive self. They limit us from the abundant life that is ours, which is living in joy and peace, right? All right, so um, some of the thoughts that we might have, and I don't know if this is you, but you know, a lot of times we'll say, oh, well, I said yes, like I decided to start my business. And I want to ask you first off, is it a great big yes or is it kind of a lukewarm maybe? Right? Like, is there some part of you that's still hiding? Be honest with yourself. Like, if I said to you, okay, go on your personal Facebook page and announce what you're doing. And you know on there that 2,000 people or whatever are going to see it. And that, in, that includes your family and your friends and all your extended relatives. For some people, this brings out a lot of fear. Because they're still hiding a little bit from their family. And maybe that's you. Maybe you're worried what people will think or what people will say. Those are limiting thoughts. And those can really, really keep you stuck. So another thought is, I'm just so overwhelmed. This is just so overwhelming. And I want to encourage you to know that, like, yes, things can be I guess, overwhelming, but I don't like to use that word because overwhelm is a choice. And once we say it, it's like we state it like a fact, like, and that's the end of the conversation. I'm just overwhelmed. Like hands up in the air. We're not doing this anymore. But the truth is overwhelm is a choice. So you can change your mind on that. You can choose not to say the word I'm overwhelmed and you can just say, wow, there's a lot of really good information here. I'm going to pick and choose. I'm going to do one thing a day. And once you change from I'm overwhelmed to I'm going to pick one thing a day, you've changed the conversation where somebody else, you've changed the whole situation. With overwhelm, somebody else is in charge. They've presented something to you that's overwhelming. You can't handle it. You've changed that to I'm in charge of my own destiny, of my own future. I can handle this. I'm going to set boundaries and do one thing at a time. So you've changed it. The bottom line is you are the owner of your life and you can set boundaries. Right? So a lot of times people are saying the news is so overwhelming. I'm so overwhelmed by the news. I'm so overwhelmed by what's going on in the world. The news is so depressing. I'll say, well, you do know you can turn it off, right? So you have boundaries you can set. I joined a group where... It was like an online group, right, to learn more about something. And you get in there and there's thousands of people in the Facebook page and it feels kind of like a land grab and everybody's like kind of talking about what they're doing and it's just blah, 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 blah. It's a lot. Like the Facebook page is just scrolling as you're trying to read it because people are posting new things, right? And then there's just this onslaught of information. It's like information by water hose, right? Like they're just spraying you with information. And so the tendency for everyone is to be like, I'm so overwhelmed. And the truth is, like, I did feel that way. But what I realized was I was there for what the teacher was going to teach me. I wasn't there for all this ancillary conversation. I wasn't going to spend all my time letting somebody else decide what my agenda was. So there's this feeling that a lot of us get is like, I have to read everything. I have to answer everything. I have to do everything. I have to be accessible to everyone. And all of that is not true. 
you have to be focused on your business and you have to set the agenda for that. And so if you join this course to hear what this teacher has to say, then listen to what that teacher has to say. Listen to that course, listen to the modules, listen to what the teacher is saying. If you have time to get to the the conversation and, and that seems important to you or you feel like doing that, you have the energy to do that and you're ready to kind of dive in, then that's fine. But on a day where you feel like that's overwhelming you and shutting you down, I say refocus, decide what your boundaries are, right? So we have control over that. But it starts with understanding that saying you're overwhelmed is defeating. And it's not helpful, right? Another lie is sometimes people think they don't deserve money for what they're doing. Or they're embarrassed to ask for money. Have you ever felt that? I think that happens to women a lot, especially women that have been in ministry, especially Christian women. They're embarrassed to ask for money. And so that's a whole nother topic. Really, we could go on for days about that, kind of how we're all socialized to believe that um, we should just do everything for free. But it's not true. You deserve money. What you're, what you're offering is worth someone's investment, right? And if you feel like it's not and that really bothers you, then maybe it's not. And you need to take a good look at what you're offering, right? But these are things that keep us stuck. Maybe you know that it's worth the investment and you're, you have this great offer. You just don't know how to ask for money. That's another conversation too. But really to take that thought captive and say, okay, is this a matter of I just need some training in sales or marketing? Or is this actually like my product is not worthy of asking for money? Or is this just something where I don't feel worthy? I don't feel worthy of having a business. I don't feel worthy of asking for money. I don't feel worthy of success. Right? So it's understanding that that thought is a thought and that when I take it captive, I might have to look at a couple different angles here to get to what's really happening in my heart, mind, and soul. And usually it comes down to we're just afraid. We're afraid of something. And believe it or not, some of us are just afraid of success. We don't think we deserve success. Another lie that we think is sometimes we think we're just not knowledgeable enough. You know, we're like, oh, well, um, I can't really do that. Like, I know that I'm a you know certified yoga teacher and I know that I've been teaching for years, but I am not knowledgeable enough to offer um, something online. You know, ask yourself, why do you think you're not knowledgeable enough? You have all this knowledge. You know, you have these facts of what you've done already that show that you're knowledgeable enough. But sometimes you'll say, okay, I want to be a yoga teacher, but I've never gone to yoga training. I'm not trained. I just like to do yoga, so I want to teach it. Well, then, you know, the truth is you're, you're not knowledgeable. <laughs> you need to go get some training, right? So it takes real honesty with yourself in these situations to know, is what I'm thinking here actually true and leading me to my next step, like going and getting certified? Or is what I'm thinking here not true and it's just leading me down a path of fear and inaction? Another lie that we believe is we're not ready. And the reason that that's a lie is because ready is an illusion. Ready like perfect, it just never comes. I mean, if you think about it, I don't know if you have kids, but I have three children and I know that we never really felt ready to have that first child 
you know, if we would have said, we're going to wait till we have a million dollars in the bank and we know everything about parenting and we know exactly what these next 18 years are going to look like, we would have never done it. The truth is you're never ready. You're never ready for business either because you don't know what's coming. You don't know how it's going to unfold. But you are ready in the sense that you can handle anything. You've got God on your side. You're capable. You can do this. Whatever comes, you'll figure it out, right? Tina Fey says, say yes and figure it out later. And I love that. So your yes is your starting point. But when you say yes and all these ideas and thoughts start to come to you, you have to take each one captive and you have to say yes again. So yeah, you might say, oh gosh, I'm not ready. And say, well, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to take action and I know that action is going to bring clarity. And next time I'll feel more ready. But chances are I may never feel completely ready. And that's okay. I'm, I'm willing to go anyway. It's go time. Right? Let's roll. Let's get this started. All right. So um, the other thing that a lot of people do is they compare themselves to others, right? Like I'm never going to be as good as her. I'm never going to be as good of a life coach as her. I'm never going to be good as health coach as her or a yoga teacher or a real estate agent or I'm never going to be as good as her. My store is never going to be as cute as hers. I'm never going to blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And we do know, and I hope we know, I feel like this is obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway. That if you're looking at someone on Instagram or you're looking at someone on Facebook and you're comparing yourself to them, you are literally comparing your behind the scenes to their highlight reel. You know every thought in your mind. You've already diminished yourself in your own mind. And then you look at her and she's put her highlight reel out there and she looks perfect. And she's had a professional photographer and it's, you know, retouched. (laughs) So... Keep in mind that you cannot compare yourself to others, certainly through social media, but ever. Because God's made you uniquely who you are. And the thing that you're going to do, no one else could ever do. So you're not judged on were you as good as your neighbor or did you have as many clients as your neighbor or was your Instagram perfectly curated like your neighbor's? It's like, did you use what God gave you to the best of your ability to make a difference in the world? Did you have an impact on the world around you? Did you say yes with enthusiasm and joyful anticipation? Were you a blessing to the people that you met every day? Did you build something that you're proud of? Take off any sense of competition here. It's not a competition. You can never do what she's done because she's her. And she can never do what you are going to do because she's not you. In fact, competition has really stolen so much from us as women. The answer is collaboration. If you see a woman that you think is killing it, tell her. Tell her. Say, gosh, I just want to reach out to you and say, your Instagram inspires me. You're beautiful. I love your business. I love what you're doing. Whatever it is that you feel inspired by. I love your words. I love your writing. I love your photos. I love your whatever it is. Tell her. Because I can guarantee you she's working so hard behind the scenes and she's believing some of these lies too. And when you offer her a compliment like that, when you have generosity of spirit, 
That's the encouragement she might have needed that day to carry on with her business. We need each other. So don't just sit around saying, well, nobody ever supports me. You have to give what you want to get. And if you feel like, wow, this lady is, this is goals. Like she's doing awesome. Like I love that. Ask her, hey, you're kicking ass. And I think it's so impressive. And I'm, I'm just, I'm watching you and I'm just cheering you on. And I'd love to know, like, did you, did you go through training or like, how did you learn how to do this? I'm so inspired by you. And people want to help. People want to help. So move yourself from comparison to collaboration. You know, it's easy for us to give to people who we feel like are not as, not on the same level as us, that they're below us, that we have something to give to them. We have something to teach them. We have come farther than them. We have accomplished more than them. Then we feel like, oh, well, of course I can help this person. Because they don't feel in our little, tiny, competitive mind like a threat. And then we get to, okay, well, we can give them praise too. We're happy to give them praise. But what if somebody's above you? What if you have to reach up to give praise? What if you have to tell that woman that you admire so much that you're kind of, if you're honest with yourself, a little bit jealous of, what if you could say to her, I I just, I think you're amazing and you're killing it. I know you must be working so hard. I'd love to hear any tips that you have. Like I'm trying to make it, make a run for it, but like you are goals and I, I would be so excited to talk to you. Like, do you ever just kind of brainstorm with people or can I buy you a cup of coffee? Love to meet you. I want to be around the energy of women who are just killing it and owning their lives. So do you know how much that would mean to her? Oh my gosh. She'd be so encouraged by that. You may or may not get that coffee date, but I guarantee you, you'll feel better. And that competition won't be what you're thinking anymore about her. It'll just be like another woman who's doing awesome and you're celebrating her. If we can shift that, we could 100% change the world. Instead of holding each other back, we're going to let each other, not only let each other fly, but help each other fly, right? We, we get to be the wind beneath each other's wings. That's so cool, right? So I just want to encourage you, if you're believing any of these lies, you can take them captive and think about them and say, okay, what is this about, right? So if I'm worried about what other people think, ask yourself, first of all, what do you think? Do you like what you're doing? That's what matters. What do you think when you look in the mirror and you say, okay, I love you. When you look in the mirror and you go, you're awesome. I'm proud of you. Way to go. Way to get out of your comfort zone. Way to try new things. You're killing it. Or maybe you've tried things and they failed, but you can still look in the mirror and be like, I'm so proud of you for getting up every day and trying again, right? What do you think? That's the first question. And then ask yourself, do you want to do this business? Is it a great big yes or is it a lukewarm maybe? And if it's a lukewarm maybe, maybe it's something else that you should be thinking about. Maybe there's something else that's a better fit for you that would 
cause you to get up every morning and be energized. Ask yourself, what's possible if you pursue this business? What are the possibilities? Now, a lot of people are like, well, what if people don't like what I'm doing? What if my family makes fun of me? What if people don't believe that I should be doing this? What if people have all these bad opinions? And then my question to people is, okay, so what if? What if that happens? Imagine that happens. And usually people are like, well, I say, what happens then? And they go, nothing. I'm like, right, nothing happens then. You, people might not like you and you won't die. So be more focused on where you're going than on who's not coming along. Be more focused on telling people what you're doing so the people that it resonates with can grab a hold onto what you're doing versus worrying about what people think so you never get to those people that are really waiting for you to come. There's people right now waiting for you to say what you're doing and to make this offer. They've been waiting for you and they can't wait to take it. So don't hold back that opportunity from people because you're worried what some other people might think. All right, so another lie is um, I'm overwhelmed. We talked about this. Overwhelm is a thought and it's a choice. We say it like it's a fact, like I'm just overwhelmed and that's it. Throw up your hands. The whole situation's over. We're not doing this. But really, it just involves setting some boundaries and saying, I'm going to do one thing at a time. And I can get to that other stuff if I get to it, but I'm going to do the thing that's most important, the thing that I'm here for, and I'm going to take that one step to further my goals. And the question I have for you in this situation is, who would you be if you decided to choose not to be overwhelmed? Could you be that person who can handle any situation could you be that voice of calm and reason in the center of chaos? Could you be the leader who shows other people how to take ownership of their lives? Could you be the person who is a calming presence, who walks into any room and doesn't just take the temperature and go with it, but you set that temperature. You say, we're gonna be cool, Calm, cool, and collected in this room. Could that be you? Maybe that's what God's calling you to. I think that's part of my calling. I have been overwhelmed, and I have been in situations where I've been overwhelmed, and I've experienced a lot of different situations, and I've gone through anxiety. And I know now that my goal for my people is to help them find clarity to help them find clarity and to take action that moves them forward. Whether that's in their life, in their business, in their relationships. But I think that came from me feeling overwhelmed and not liking that feeling at all. Understanding that by feeling overwhelmed, I was giving other people the power for my feelings. But once I took control of them and set some boundaries, I understood that I own my life. I own my life. I get to decide. And that's the same with you. Next time you feel overwhelmed, ask yourself, wait a minute. Maybe I'm being invited here to not be overwhelmed and to help other people out of their overwhelm. 
or maybe not. Maybe you're just being invited to set boundaries. That's huge and life-changing. Yeah. All right, so the next one is I'm not ready. We talked about this a little bit, but ready is an illusion, like perfect, right? Um, so you don't have to get it perfect, you just have to get it going. And that is a quote from Stu McLaren. I did his tribe group and he said that a lot. You don't have to get it perfect, you just have to get it going. And a lot of times when I work with clients, they'll always tell me, well, I'm just preparing, I'm in the preparation phase, I'm getting everything ready. But honestly, you know, a lot of times what that is is actually procrastination. You may call it preparation and that feels good to you because it feels logical and it feels rational. Like I need to prepare more. Um, but ask yourself, is there really any preparing that needs any more preparing that needs to happen or are you procrastinating because you're afraid to start, right? And just remember that action brings clarity, right? So you want to take some action. So what's the one thing you could do to launch or grow your business this week, right? Even if you don't think you're ready, maybe you could tell somebody about your business. Maybe you could send an email to your list if you have a list. Maybe you could post something on Instagram. Maybe you could post it on your personal Facebook page. This is a big block for people. A lot of times when people feel like they're not ready or they're worried about what other people will think, they don't want to post on their personal Instagram. They'll keep it on their business page and they'll keep it separate, not wanting their family to be involved. But I'd say go ahead and do that. Maybe that's your action item for this week. Post on your Facebook page what you're doing so your neighbors and your friends and everyone knows what you're doing. Your network is a powerful place to begin and really a great loss if you don't tap into that um, when you're starting or growing a business, right? Another tip I have for you that a lot of people do is they say, well, I'm just so overwhelmed by social media. I just, I, there's just too much. I'm on it all day. It was like eight hours of doing that. And I say, okay, again, you can set boundaries here, right? So give yourself a time to do social media and stick to it. Pick one social media platform. I picked Instagram, but you can pick Facebook or you can pick YouTube or wherever you are. But just know that you don't need to be on all the platforms. You need, don't need to be everywhere. Ask yourself, what's working with the clients that I already have? And maybe you'll find out all of your clients are coming from referrals. And then you're going to want to shift your marketing strategy, right? You're going to want to talk to people more and get out there and meet people more and ask your current clients for more referrals, right? So ideas to get started, um, I would say announce on your personal Facebook page that you're doing this, that you're doing, whether you've been in it never and you're just launching or whether you've been in it three years, five years, go ahead and say what you're doing. Pick one social media platform so you don't get sucked down the black hole of social media and ask yourself where your last two clients came from and then go to that source and start really working that source. If it's referrals, if it's social media, if it was a live event, um, if it's someone you met at the, at the gym or at the coffee shop, if it's someone you know through your child's school, where are you getting your people that, that you are resonating with? Focus on them and how to serve them well. So I hope this helps you. I know that um, we could talk about each of these limiting thoughts for days. Um, and how to get out of them. But the point is recognizing them is really powerful. It allows you to take ownership of your thoughts in your life. 
And that's what I want for you. Whether it's business or personal, whether it's in relationships or parenting or weight loss, health and wellness, whether it's in launching or growing a business, we need to know what our thoughts are because our thoughts are creating our feelings and we're acting on those feelings. And so if the results aren't what we want, we have to go back to that thought. What are we thinking? What are we believing? And so now before I let you go, I just want you to imagine. <sighs> Exhale and imagine what you can create. So what do you want to create in your business? How do you want to feel about your business? Where do you need the most help in your business? Do you need the most help with marketing or do you need the most help with mindset? And believe me, most people, it's both. <laughs> What's one thought you can change today? And what's one action item you can take this week? So this would apply if you have a business or if you don't have a business. So what do you want to create in your business or your life? How do you want to feel about your business or your life? Where do you need the most help in your business or your life? What's one thought you can change today? And what's one action item you can do this week? All right, I hope that helps. I hope that gives you some food for thought. It's really the tip of the iceberg. These are the things we talk about. I do a workshop about all of this and I coach people one-on-one -on -one about these things. And it's all about our limiting thoughts and our mindset and how that might be holding us back. But the good news is once we recognize that we have control over that, we can take ownership of our lives and move forward. And we can live the life that God calls us to live, the life that's abundant and joyful and peaceful. We can get into that flow where nothing is forced and we're not comparing ourselves or feeling bad about ourselves, but we're just in the flow, really living in that unforced rhythm of grace. And that's what I hope for you. If you want to reach out to me, um, go to greatbigyes.com. You can set up a 20-minute phone call or um, email me at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com or DM me at greatbigyes on Instagram. I would love to talk to you more. I want to hear what you're up to. I want to get you past those limiting thoughts. The world is not as bright if you are not shining your light. And so I am for you. I care about you and I want to help you move forward. So I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. And I am cheering for you. I'm rooting for you. And keep saying yes. Have a great day.